some audio recording too. Hey, how you doing? Hi, how's it going, Chris? Hey, doing good. It looks. Uh, is your microphone on? Everything's on. Check, check. Am I good? No. No. Hold on. Oh, you're not plugged in. Hey, should I plug in? Hey, hey guys. Hey, bro. Plug me in, boo. Hey, boo. Plug in. Yeah, just plug in. Hey, this is you guys get a nice behind the scenes look at what happens. Behind the scenes. Behind For those the of you who are uh, watching and not listening, um, that was that I plugged in Todd's microphone. Um, is it plugged in now? Oh, now you're plugged in. You're living it. You're living it. You're living the podcast lifestyle. Can you be certain? Very certain. I see the wiggly line. That means we're recording. This is the Monday Mass. I'm Chris Cote. And this is Todd Richards. And today is Tuesday because yesterday I was fried. You were burnt umber. I was burnt Reynolds when I came back into town. I had been uh, away for the week uh, at the Peace Park Championships up at Mount Bachelor in Oregon. Okay. okay. And I just didn't want to talk anymore. Yeah. No, I get it. I... Trust me. Monday after coming back from an event is not the time to do a podcast. No. But that's the time we picked to do it. It's April 25th. It is. It is. It's 2022. It's almost May, dude. How did that happen? (laughs) That was crazy. Blink and it's the future. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to wait until Snow News to hear about your epic week because I was watching it on the internet, on my phone. Why don't we flip the script? We'll do Snow News first because there's not that much. Okay. After advertisements? After our advertisements. Audiovisual advertisements. Pedal Electric. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, Let me tell you about Pedal Electric. Let me tell you about it. These bikes are changing the perspective of what people think about e-bikes everywhere I go. People want to know what is this bike all about. Thing looks badass. And I tell them the same thing every time. You should see me and my lady on this bike going up hills with the dual motor. You guys just zoom around? We're zo- we zoomed around all week. Um, we're a one-car family. And so anytime we don't have to drive too far, we'll get on the bike. That's so cool. Yeah. And this weekend, uh, for example, uh, Saturday was record store day. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, early on, I went and picked up breakfast on the bike, came back, we had breakfast. That Panic and Coffee and Tea, that's a double ad plug right there. We'll get to the real plug later. Um, and then I rode my bike back to the record store, picked up three records. I saw Emily Afton play at Lose Records. It was just a really glorious day. And then again in the afternoon, took another joyride to pick up lettuce from the store. Wow. And so you mix business and pleasure on your pedal electric bike. It's the best. You just burn. I've been burning out all over town with that. Yeah, thing. and also I'm ramping up. Uh, How's your? Have you got attachments on yours yet? I told you I have all um, these attachments I got on mine. Two cup holders, mm-hmm. um, pegs, of course. I, I have not gotten the basket or any of that stuff yet. I'm just I'm going. I'm stock. The only thing I've added is an extra cup holder. I need a I mirror. Like two cups of coffee. I need a mirror. I need a mirror bag. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna order because you can get good, uh, discount mirrors. Two for two for one. Okay, I'll get you one. I feel like gift. the mirror is probably the most necessary oh, this, thing. This side. Yeah. Because you're riding, you want to just look down. Like the mic is the mirror. I want to just look down and be like, asshole. Well, you know how go like around me. You know how like when you, especially in a on a bicycle, 
when you look over your shoulder, you get you get the drift. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want that on e-bike, especially no. when you're going max velocity. Not on pedal. Dot that was electric. my nickname in high school. Is max velocity. Damn, we need more of those stickers. Max I have, velocity. I have some at my house. Um, at pedal dot electric yep. on the gram. DM us. If you're a serious buyer, yeah, and we for real, will hook it up. Don't just DM us to like you know talk. Well, I mean, you can DM us to talk. If you if you have a problem, question, comment, concern, DM Todd. Mm-hmm. Um, if he can't answer it, DM DM. I'm the um, I'm the HR department of Monday Mass. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Herschel Supply Co. Speaking of HR, let's show the bags. I have been. Uh, Look at this. I, I'm, Ooh, this I'm is a all sick in. bag, yeah. dude. So this the, the proof is in the pudding right here. Okay, so I'm I'm holding. For for those of you that are podcasters, yeah, you can do an audio visual. I'm holding the new Herschel Supply chocolate collab bag, dude. This bag is That's psycho, amazing, right? Where's mine? I told you to order one. You did? I did. Can I just have this? No, that's mine. And look, okay, rip stop. All the cases, the all the pockets. The, cho- and the, cases the chocolate you need. logo is done in. Um, in a rubbery material, but it's raised. You said you have a whole garage full of bags. I do, but but I are, saw when you saw this, you want it now. Dude, these are good bags. All right, that's the wow, backpack. This is so impressive. I love this right here. I know. That's that the classic chocolate logo. Hey, font. everybody. I'm oh, I have a lot of bags. Whoa! But this <laughs> bag is from another flipping planet. Yeah. And check this out. So Wait, what goes down here? This is the backpack. What's down here? I don't know. I have like uh, this. You're literally seeing this. Unfold, right? <gasps> oh my god, dude! Look at this. Yeah. You're shatakwing me. This goes over it in case it rains. What's up with it? Okay, so now out of the bottom, it's either a hairnet for a very large person, or I believe this is a chocolate bag cover. If it no, it's if you're bombing a hill. What? You, it's a parachute? If you, yeah, if you're bombing a hill with the backpack on, you just pull that out and it slows you down. I don't think that's They've accurate. They've thought of everything. I don't think that's accurate. Okay, now this but is the duffel. Can I keep going right now? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, keep I'm going, telling keep the, going. the viewers. Herschel Supply Co. Herschel Supply Co. This chocolate backpack has... Has everything. No, it's like really changed. I didn't think I needed any more backpacks. I need this backpack. All right, Herschel, you heard it here first. I got a new customer for you, so Todd wait. Richards. Where does the... What is the thing? Wow, it's nice and padded on the back. It's simple. It's got your clip in the front. This is where your laptop goes in here? Yeah, yeah you got a laptop case. Like, are you sure you need this one? I, I'm definitely sure. What are you going to do you with have, it? You're sponsored by them. I'm going to put my stuff in it. I know. Well, here's the here's this? the duffel bag. Uh, not, who cares about another the duffel? Another bag Todd doesn't have. This thing have. is hype. Well, you got the duffel bag with yeah. all the bells and whistles. Plus, this is what I like about this Does duffel bag. Does this have bag. a parachute too? It's lightweight. What's in here? It's rip stop, and what in, there, in there, your shoes. So your shitty shoes don't affect the rest of your clothing. What? Shoes and hats can go in there. This big stuff. Can uh. go in there. So if you're watching and not, or if you're listening and not watching, we're holding up the Herschel Supply Co. Chocolate okay. Duffel I'm... and backpack, oh, and they're like both awesome. Vents for the odor to come out of your and shoes. And this is t- Todd. Is this is a real? This is Todd. Yeah, I'm kind of um, what is this? feeling a little. He's feeling some jealousy. There is like a parachute in here. Oh, yeah. so this must be for like your dirty clothes. Yeah. See, laundry bag. It oh says it right on the Oh my god. You should listen to me when I tell you about these things. I told you about this I know, bag but like you know, four I podcasts never, ago. I'm I'm stubborn. You are stubborn. Well is it a vel- Oh look at the bottom. The bottom is for your, skate. has a skateboard velcro. Um, Wait, just people can just take they they know. Yeah, they know. That's really cool. Okay. Wow. 
So that was the wow. big uh, Herschel Supply Co. chocolate Holy collab bag Herschel release. You got You got to send an email. You're sponsored, dude. What do you? Come I know. on. I just I, I get know. rid of some of your old bags. Step it up to the new ones. Dude. Dude. Oh, wow. I'm never really that impressed. You know when? Uh, expect, you know yeah. when Todd? You know that Todd is excited about something if he, if he responds with dude. dude, or if he's upset, or if he's like happy about something. You have a lot of different inflections on the word dude. Dude. I appreciate that. Dude. Nanocraft CBD. Got something for you, Todd. You do? Who's your favorite guy? Are those all I me? am holding Nanocraft CBD nighttime, three nighttime, one daytime. This is kind of Todd right here in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. He's got plenty of energy, but we're still going to get him the uh, daytime. But this is what he needs right here because his, his mind, when he puts his head on his little pillow... His mind starts running. He thinks mm -hmm. of ideas like plastic, uh, you know, nut sacks for your snowboard bindings. He's thinking of jokes and bumper stickers. The eternal so sunshine of a spotless mind. And so that's why we got. I'm holding it up for the camera. If you're listening on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast, I'm holding up some Nanocraft CBD. These are all for Todd. I just put these over and here. And Todd my is pile. going to sleep so good in the Those next in couple my months. Pile over here. Thank you, Nanocraft CBD. Thank you, Nanocraft CBD. Um, I'm I always got appreciative. The Nanocraft gummies. I got Nanocraft CBD in my panic and coffee and tea right now. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's a really great sponsor to that's have. Cool. And Thank you. you guys should be, if you haven't tried CBD yet, it's, There's I mean, a reason all, why it everyone came is, into style and it yeah. has stayed in style. Everyone's right? into it. Yeah, you know, down. Um, Bubs Naturals. I just actually made a cool Bubs Naturals commercial. Which MCT is out soon. collagen oil. Do you see my Bubs commercial a lot on your Instagram feed? Never. I have other people that see it like three times a day, and I mean it. It's uh, it's it's it literally. This is a product that's changed my life. Bubs, naturals, yeah, collagen, you're, you're MCT, way, brain you're oil. way hairier, and your your nails are just out of control. I uh, I'm gonna stop eating so much sugar, and so just wait, Todd. How, where are you? My right body now? is gonna. Just, where are you right now? In this? Firing. Um, I, I I I've had like some chocolate today. <laughs> I didn't well, say entirely. Are you like? Are you weed? Like what? What's your sugar intake right now look like? Um. A lot. A lot of candy all day long. A lot of chocolate and treats at night. Oh, check it out. What's that? My Joe Cremo shirt. Let me see. See? I got my Joe Cremo SRH. That's in cool. In memory of. I never thought I'd be buying an SRH shirt on the internet, but I did, and I love it. This is the uh, Cremo RIP shirt collab right there. Let's talk about your sugar intake. Uh, my sugar intake is high. I tried. I've, look, I'm, I've been trying to cut down on my sugar intake, too. It's fucking hard. Dude. It's hard because everything tastes so good. I know. Oh my god, so tastes, yummy. Like uh, you know, you know, a big problem is for me Trader Joe's. Go to Trader Joe's. They have every kind of dark chocolate confection you could ever like. Things that you didn't even know you needed. Mm. There's this new bar at Trader Joe's that has it's a dark chocolate bar and it has like cookies, like frosted cookies in it. So you get the best of both worlds. There's the the dark chocolate caramel sea salt. See, kinda, now I'm just getting wanting sugar just thinking about it. Nerds. I found, well, it's like, look, I every day I basically, this this iced mocha that I have, is like, <laughs> oh. it's like a donut in a cup, like a ch chocolate cake in a cup. And I probably should chocolate stop. donut cup. Should stop doing that. And then also, like, I, I have, though, like, whittled it down so I don't eat any kind of candy during the day. <laughs> but, like, after dinner, I'll have, like, chocolate. I'm like, nerds. Nerds rope, mm -hmm. chewy nerds, mega nerds, 
Are you uh, real nerd? Sweet tarts. Then? Sweet tarts are good. Um, sprees? Oh, sprees, sprees. M&M's, sp- Skittles. Do you remember when Chewy Sprees popped onto out. the scene? Yeah. What about Razzles? you remember Razzles? Yeah, those are weird, though. It's like, is it a candy? Is, is it, it a gum? I don't know. It's both. Um, mento, mentos, not the peppermint ones, the actual fruit, fruit ones. Fruit ones. Strawberry mentos were hot. Um, I mean, dark, whatever, anything dipped in chocolate, Oreos dipped in chocolate, uh, ice creams, lots of ice creams, Cali cream down the street I go to. I mean, I'm just like sugar all day. And I used to just drink a ton and so I got all puffed up and that was sugar. And so when I quit drinking, I started, I'm like, oh, I'm such a great person now. I can eat as much candy as I want. Well, mm-hmm. it, does, well it doesn't go onto my face as much as it used to, but I, fucking I, goes feel into it, your diabetes. I feel it here. And I looked in the mirror and I had a little side side holders. Hip sacks? Love handles, double hip sacks. I think, I mean, honestly, sugar is the biggest scam. It, that's the one that, sh- that should be. Sugar kills. Outlawed. Crack should be legal. Sugar should right. be illegal. Right, right. Because you know, crack makes you scared. Maybe I'll trade sugar for crack. Trim down, quit, <laughs> get back on the sugar. I mean, I can't believe no one's ever thought of that. Hanson's surfboards. Hey, you can Hanson's get, surfboards. I just went you, there the other day. You can get whatever the hell you. I'm gonna go in there. I'm going to Mexico on Sunday to mainland, and I'm gonna go into Hanson's today and get some some wax. Doesn't it feel good to buy warm water wax, oh tropical God, wax? The best. And you like kind of like walk up to the counter, you're like. Just please ask me. Please ask go. me. Please I... ask me. Oh, oh four you... bars of warm water wax. What? Do you, yeah. have tr- do you have any tropical wax? Do you have anything for like warmer water, yeah. like jacuzzi water? Oh, where are you going? Oh, nowhere. And sick waves. Do you have anything for warm water with sick waves? Do you have any like a ten foot uh, triple uh, banded leash? I need a. I need a ton of wax. Tropical wax. Probably a bigger board bag. Dude, the, uh, the forecast for us going down there was a little. It was a little wild. You're going on a surf trip next Two days week. ago. Two days ago, the surf forecast was like 8 to 10 for three days. Do you have any wax that like helps you charge big waves? Like big wave <laughs> wax that some does something to your mind? Yeah. It's called acid. <laughs> acid wax. You lick the wax and then wax your board. Meth. <laughs> yeah, meth wax. Anyway, the forecast has calmed down. Thank God. Okay. Um, what kind of wax uh, What kind of wax do you use? That's a These really days, I'm a, I am a foo disciple. But do you go foo base? No, I sticky bumps base, okay. and you got to get you have to get hella bumps. You get the bumps going, real and good bumps. A like duster I, per session. I do sticky. I put sticky bumps. I take hot water. I soak my no, sticky bumps base coat in hot water. Oh my god! And then nerd. I do. I make perfect beads. You got those perf beads. And then I do a dusting of foo foo foo. Okay, you know that back in. The 80s, I want to say the 80s, mm. pre-Killer Beeswax, there was a uh, there was a wax company called Wax On, and it was like small mm-hmm. squares mm-hmm. like this. Ultra it, grippy? No, it was like the most the best bead creation. Really? You get wax on, base coat, and then like sticky bumps or sex wax on top of it, and, and it was like the beads would get really hard. Mm-hmm. But I remembered it was like a point of pride. When you had the best, like, how hell your beads, beads were, dude. I've got a solid bead program. I wish your board was here right now. I'd love to see your beads. The bead man, Todd Richards. Oh yeah, at Hanson Surfboards. Bead derby. Good conversation. Go in there and get some wax. Yeah, bead get some up. Wax. Panic and coffee and tea. We were uh, just talking about them. 
What, what did they do to you? They give. Oh my god! So I'm good homies with, and Chris is too, with I all all the boys at Panic and Coffee and too. And girls. And girls, but mainly the boys. The boys that work the morning shift, uh, Tony, Manny, Menyo, they are like brothers to us. They are like I see them more than I see my own family. Exactly, and I'm fine with that. So Manny has been making these crazy salsas. Okay. And Manny yesterday is like, hey, tomorrow I'm going to bring this salsa in. I won't, you know, it's going to be great. And Tony's in the background shaking his head and Menyo's shaking his head. I'm like, what? What's up? They're like, his salsa is gnarly. And they don't even like it. It's too hot. Tony, to- Tony today when I walked in, Menyo goes, are you going to try some of the salsa? And I'm like, yeah. And Tony just starts shaking his head. Oh, my God. And then Manny comes out and gives me the salsa. And he's like, just put a little bit just the tip yeah and your lips are still burning oh my god it was the like one of the more hot things i've ever had do you ever watch the show hot ones no oh my god you ever see that instagram where the guy's like california yeah it was that it was like that it was like you know when you have a hot sauce where you instantly start hiccuping yeah it was like that but it was good i mean good flavor though anyway okay those guys are my homies. Don't expect to get the specialized no. hot sauce unless you know. Yeah. But you can ask for it, and, and you'll probably feel like an insider. If you go in there today, if you like listen to this today, and you... Well, actually, no. This would be too late. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, hey, let's uh, <laughs> let's do this. Yeah, what do you got? Okay, so got we usually have New Greens. Okay. okay that's, that's one of our major sponsors. Probably the... One of the longest running sponsors of the podcast. Well, right. they we're they're switch, we're we're switching it up switching because it up. Pure Prescriptions is the parent company of New Greens. Okay, but there's a new product. Okay, okay, we're gonna start pushing a little bit more Pure Prescriptions because okay. my homie Devin is like, yeah, we're gonna we're reformulating New Greens, so we'll be popping a new one this summer, a new New Greens. Okay, but nice until then, until then, yeah, those are the the D. But until then, we have a new product, and it is co- what happened. Go. It's vitamin D3. Hold on. And no, this is the new product. I'm going D3. But I'm supposed to play a song for it. Okay. Um, hold on here. He sent it to me. but it I'm actually taking the product on the air, Pure Prescriptions Vitamin D3. Okay, here we go. This is... Uh, this you know, Vitamin D was my nickname in high school. <laughs> this is the, the yeah. new product. is called... That's what's up. It's called... It's called Pure Prescriptions Dream Time. Ah! The dog is trying to pull down the. Okay, that is okay. the cult. That's the cult from the album Dream Time. <laughs> uh, Devin thought that would be really great. To Where have does that it. song rate on your scale of I like cult greatest hits? Mm, well, look, everyone knows that Love is the greatest cult album of all time. Uh, okay. One of them. Dream Time is pretty good though because dream, like I discovered. That album, I discovered Dreamtime after I had discovered Love. Okay. So anyway. so it was a tr- progression. Anyway, let's get prescriptions. Back to okay, so Dreamtime is their sleepy time formula. Now, very important thing about this, I was told today. Okay. It contains no melatonin. Oh. Because according to Dr. Devin, right. melatonin is can be habit-forming, and it can affect your pineal gland, Ooh. where it kind of rewires it the same way... Um, you know, like a steroid will. Your body begins to become accustomed, crave it, and become yeah. accustomed to it, and then therefore find immunity to it. Right. This is a different formula. Some people don't do well with what melatonin. What gland was it? What? What gland did your you say? Your pineal. Oh, I thought you said penile gland. Your penile gland doesn't affect that. Your, okay, so this is what's <laughs> in here. 
It's uh, <laughs> you need glasses, man. It's got science-backed ingredients. Oh, well, science. Help, I'm in. That help your brain initiate sleep and stay asleep longer. All right. Look, guys, just fucking trust me on this. Oh, just trust him. Look, he's not a doctor, but he plays. I'm one not on a t- doctor. He played one in Out Cold. But Pure Prescriptions Dream Time. Pure Prescriptions also offers all kinds of other stuff. Chris was over here taking the D formula. He I got loves that D three. Who loves the D? Um, why isn't that a shirt? What? He's not a doctor, but he played one on Out Cold. How about just one that dot sa- dot dot Todd Richards? How about just one that says, "Get your D." Get come get your D. Uh, anyway, so Pure Prescriptions. If you enter Mass Twenty at checkout, you'll get twenty percent off. And Official. They have all kinds of other stuff, and like I said, New Greens will be back to offer their perfect. Ooh. Uh, that's the tightness. Their their perfect formula um, for starting your day with their powdered powdered nutritional drinks. I just this took summer. the D three. Um, there you go. D- Dream time. New uh, you new you you online dot com. Would you like to be a you. new you? New online. <laughs> you online. This is our home. You online. I mean, Hope we're available watching, everywhere, uh, but where this is our home. Yeah, on you online dot com. If you want to know what's going on in Southern California, or like. Not even the place, but just the vibe. Oh, yeah? The Southern California feel. It's all there. You online. Mm-hmm. Adventure.io. At Adventure.io. They're putting up new adventures every single day on the app. Um, <clears throat> there's You can do anything. Literally, you can do anything. Choose your own adventure on Adventure.io. At Adventure.io. And once again, thank you to at Die Cut Stickers. Die Cut Hell Stickers.com. Yeah. Those stickers are real popular. I know. The, uh, you, you you need to start putting those in a world of Jerry's Be a George around town. I know. Here's the sticker right there. That's just one of the three awesome stickers that we got from DieCutStickers.com. And if you can you can go to DieCutStickers.com, make up your own slogan. Did I, did I show you that sticker that someone sent me? What? Okay, I got to show you this. You oh. can make up your own slogan. Uh, diecutstickers.com enter the code mass15 at checkout those were our advertisements those were our yeah. adverts yeah um, I, have to, I have to show you this sticker though hey everybody todd's got to show us a sticker no 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 this is i'm good, excited i'm not saying i'm not trying to the, say i'm not you need to see this sticker it's a really good one okay are you I'm ready waiting. for this yes i'm ready i don't know if you're ready for this okay look at the sticker oh it's a butthole sticker <laughs> Describe the sticker to the people. It's an watching. actual. It's an actual. Pucker. It's a, like a. Science. It's a round sticker. It's like a medical sticker. It's it's like a puckered anus sticker. But I found this in my Bluebird wax box. It's a medical grade butthole sticker. Who that, gave you that? Um, Willie McMillan sent it to me from Bluebird. I like. I can't tell if I like it. I know that's the same here. It's like it's. I like that it's like you don't know if it's a man but like, or do a woman. You, do you put that on like someone's car, like that you bummed on? Oh, that you're stoked on. Uh, you're stoked on? Well, you know, uh, what was what was the show? Oh, Workaholics. Remember? Tight butthole. That was like turn of endearment. Like, how are the waves? <laughs> tight butthole. <laughs> there you go. I don't, I don't know if that necessarily is tight. TBH. Because if you can see air in the middle, if you see, if you can see into, it's not as That's a leaky so butthole? Tight. That's a squeaker. I saw Mogwai on Sunday night. Really? <laughs> what, did you feed well, it after midnight? Um, not to because then they'll turn into gremlins. Yeah, not to get too nerdy before we get to nerd news, mm. but Coachella was the last two weeks, mm-hmm. and I didn't make fun of Coachella as much as I have in the past because I'm like, you know what, people are going, they're having fun, 
It, the wow. world is opening back I, up again. I like the old Chris Enjoy. better. This new positive Chris sucks. I watched some of it and I it got some enjoyment out of it. Oh, you want to? Um, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play you something you're gonna hate. Oh my god! Uh, because this is kind of like what I saw this on uh, the Coachella broadcast, and I was like, "What is so this? Named, Why are we this playing guy's this? Daniel Caesar? Do you like this?" And I was like, "I just I love preface it. you love this, yeah." And I was like, "This is a new up and coming artist, Daniel Caesar. I've never heard of him." And then they they showed it on the screen. He's like headlining Coachella. He's playing in front of so many people. Um, he's got. He sings a song with Bieber that has a billion listens, but I'm I'm feeling this, Todd. I want to know your opinion. Oh my fucking god! Turn this shit off. No. This fucking nursery rhyme bullshit. Like I don't understand. Why does music have to suck so bad now? That's um Daniel Caesar. That sucks. Did you want to hear Givion? on? No, I don't want to hear any of this bullshit. I'm liking. What the fuck is going on? No. Oh, wow, I thought I thought you were gonna like it. I would rather I listen. I knew you were gonna hate it, Todd. I'd rather listen to the Island Boys. That's why I played it. Island Boys. Did the Island Boys cut their hair. I know. Did you see their video where the Island Boys are training? No. Oh, it's pretty good, dude. Um, Uh-oh. That uh-oh. was not a good message. <laughs> Did you see Chris that? I got to empty the trash. Chris Hold had on. a uh, startup, oh, God. startup disc. It's empty almost the trash. full as we're mid-podcast. Empty the trash. I'm going to empty the trash. It sucks to be running on a... Uh... Okay. We should be fine. Empty the trash. Okay. All right. Sweet. Uh, okay. So Wait. let's start. Yeah. Let's, we're gonna you go, want to start the show? We're going to <laughs> we're gonna go right into, <laughs> right into snowboard news. Are you still news. listening? We're going get to get rid of it. Oh, wait. Hold on. What? Sorry. I know I wanted to... Get there and get out, but I do have a really cool interview. Okay, but let's do the snowboard news. Okay, first. snow news first, and then we'll get to our interview, our special guest that I talked to earlier this morning. But let's talk snow news because Todd just spent a week in the snow. Snowboard news yeah. is brought to you by Pure Prescriptions and the new Dreamtime formula. Go to Tide sleep, bottle. stay asleep. Tight bottle. <laughs> That's a great slogan. <laughs> Go to sleep and stay asleep. Okay. Hey, listen, I just got back from Mount Bachelor in Oregon. For the Woodward Peace Park Championships 2022, the brainchild of Mr. Danny Davis. It looked amazing. It was so fun. We had three events over a span of a week. Uh, we had a slalom. A, actually, four events. We had slalom. You said we. You were. Yeah, I was part of the broadcast. Okay. And that's, you know, I'm production. You're in it. Yeah. And then they had. Um, um, did you dig? Like- highest, highest hand plant on a wall ride. Which, I saw Which that. was in. Same. So it was a container? It was a 22-foot-high quarter pipe with okay. a 24-foot-high wall ride on top of that it. Was, that was psycho. So, like, f- you're just ballistically high on this thing. Oh, you're high on it. Zeb Powell destroyed. He did a fakie rock, would you call it? Or? He just did a rock and roll. But it was like almost like a shuffle. Like, he shuffled back in and, like, didn't turn his board till he basically met the quarter pipe. It was crazy. Zeb, yeah. that day belonged to Zeb Powell. That's what I the heard. Hip, the hip um, was, um, you know, Raibu Katayama went nuts on the hip. Yeah. Huge. Um, it was just fun. And then there was the half park, which was the basically the jumps into two half pipe walls, into like a quarter pipe, into like all these other things. It was yeah. super fun. Uh, everyone was camping up on the hill except for me because I hate camping with a passion. Um, 
but it was like the who's who of the cool did kids. Did you miss out on some of the, like the nighttime activities? Oh, absolutely. On purpose. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be. Yeah. I, I didn't. Well, well, it doesn't say I missed it. Like bonfire. Yeah. They had all kinds of. I hate smelling like smoke. Right. And then, um, so at the end of the week, it shook out that uh, Red Gerard and Jamie Anderson put on the best overall performances. Oh, that's cool. So it was kind of like a voted on by the. Kind of. And then also judged myself, Chris Grenier, Jeremy Jones, Josh Dirksen. We were the judges. Okay. As well. So nice. it was great. We did a bomb hole show there. Right. Every evening from 6 to 7.30. It we was really. Doing a real podcast. It was really fun. Apparently. It was really fun. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And it snowed. When we first got there, it snowed like 17 inches the first day. So the first couple of days were just like pure Mount Bachelor yeah. powder riding. You could like, Danny would be like, you guys just like want to ride powder this morning? Like maybe do the contest later? I don't know. Like if the powder's gone. That's that was like I kinda, love that. That's kind of how it ran. It was the opposite of what the Olympics were for a lot of these people that were there. Yeah, it was super fun. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was really fun to watch. I was watching it online, and I mm-hmm. I, I was sort of invited, so I can't say I wasn't. Um, but it just looked like a I don't say a season ender because it seems like there's still pockets happening. Yeah. And I I know uh, our our friend uh, friend of the show John Beater checked in from whistler yeah, they started, got dumped it's on been there. dumping everywhere this is like the weird uh last hurrah it dumped in mammoth the other day I it dumped in mammoth utah powder? oregon like tahoe everyone got snow um at the last possible like second one la- like okay one yeah, yeah. more Get, but there's there's more. kind of a lot going on right now up in um in late uh lake, lake louise i believe up in the lake louise area is the holy bully is oh, happening right yeah, now. I saw, I saw them, footage of that. Bum them not going to be able to make that this year. Um, the World Quarter Pipe Championships are at Mount... Uh, are Mount they the same Mammoth all Mountain, like the Mammoth fun Mountain. events for the end of Pretty the year? Pretty much, because the Olympics basically suck the life out of the season. Yeah, very serious. So we've got... Um, like I said, we've got... The World Quarters are happening at Mammoth this weekend, starting on Friday. Yep. Um, and then, you know, we've got... Still decent snow. A lot of places have kind of extended their seasons. Cool. Um, so in snowboard media, what you want to pay attention to right now is uh, since the natural selection wrapped up about a week and a half ago, yep. Torstein Horgmo dropped a his journey to natural selection on his Shredbots. Oh, cool. Um, That's going to be great. It's, it's really cool. It gives you kind of an idea of what these guys went through yeah. and his kind of like being nervous up there. And so oh, it's just sure. really cool. But anyway, so I took my snowboard and my boots and my outerwear and did some shit. put it in the storage unit. Oh, you, you put it away. I'm done. So you know who else did? Mm. You know who followed your lead? Chloe Kim. Chloe Kim is taking a break. She's taking the rest of the season off. Mm. Um, she probably heard that you put yeah. your stuff away, yeah. and so I, she's like, I'm going to do it. Um, I'm, an, I'm an influencer within um, within yeah. the snow sports. She said, uh, and this is not the first time a champion has taken a break for uh, what she said. She just needs a mental health break away from the spotlight. I don't think you would be able to, I don't, I wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to understand it unless you've had a taste of the spotlight. Which that light can shine so bright it can burn. Mm-hmm. So full, you know, full credit. And of course, obviously, she doesn't need permission from anybody to do this. But you know, Gabriel Medina did it in surfing. He's going to come back. So it happens. And you know, like it's. I think it's cool that the best people in these in our sports are making it known and making it okay. Because I think it used to be in the past when somebody'd be like, "I'm taking a break." You're like, "Oh God, they're on drugs or they're doing something <clears> weird." 
But so now I think it's cool that you can say, look, mental health is priority number one. Without mm-hmm. that, what do you have? Nothing. So well, I, dude, I say good a, job to Chloe The next Kim. Olympics is going to whip around pretty soon. I know. That's the thing. It's like, get off the treadmill for a minute. Um, oh, this is kind of cool. Uh-huh. A new Guinness World Record for greatest vertical distance snowboarded in 12 hours. Wait, what? Miles Silverman at Sugarloaf Mountain. What do you mean? Greatest vertical? So he just was doing laps. So... Yeah, 56 runs, nearly 100,000 vertical feet, 12 hours of snowboarding um, at Sugarloaf, which I will not be laying since I'm cutting down on sugar. That was actually actually my nickname in high school. Sugarloaf. (laughs) So that's pretty cool. I love that um, if you have the means, you can just go, I want to break. You know, we could potentially, if we had the technology, say we're going to do the longest podcast in the history of podcasts. But that's already the uh, ad block. Well, it seems we would like have it. to extend the ad block right. a little bit. I don't know if people would, would like that. But what if so, we just did a podcast that was only ad block? That's great. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's move on. Snow okay. news that was brought to you by Pure Prescriptions. Thank you very much. I got my vitamin D three. You are not taking that until bedtime. Um, so, or you could just take it in the during the day and just fight it. Trip out. It'd be something to do. Yeah, I've done that before. You ever hear like? Wasn't that like a thing? Like, to like take Tiger Woods would take Ambien night- and then. Have sex. Really? Yeah. To go to sleep? No. <laughs> no. I don't know. You'll have to ask him don't about it. Don't let your sugar loaf is what they always say. Oh, I've had a lot of coffee today. I'm about to do a sugar loaf. Um, okay, so what do we have? Where are we? Okay, so mm. Surf News is brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. It's a very exciting time in the world of professional surfing, competitive surfing, contest surfing, the WSL <laughs> Championship <laughs> Tour. Oh, my God. I just had a hold down. Two-wave hold down from Todd. So, here's what's up. This is the most talked about tour ever. Social media, people on the street, vlogs, blogs, magazines. Everybody's talking about the championship tour, positive and negative. Um, The guy on the forefront of the messaging and kind of of what the world hears from the WSL is Dave Proden, longtime friend of ours. He's worked at the WSL for 16 or 17 years. Um don't tell me you got an interview. Was going to have him on the show yesterday, but Todd was too tired. Todd was blown. Fried. So I got a chance to talk to him this morning, and here is my interview with Dave Proden. Do you want to hear the whole thing, or do you want to yeah. make it on? Hello. Dave Proden. It's Monday Mass on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> with Chris Cote. I've, I've thought of this for a long time. Well, you know, I'm sorry you're not getting the full mass sandwich of Todd and I, but uh, Todd will appreciate this. Uh, he's, he's going to be listening right now intently as we drop this interview into the podcast. Uh, Dave, you have had uh, one heck of a year so far. Um, I'm actually, uh, I was writing an article with some great quotes from you just before this. Um, regarding the mid-season cut and also just how this year has been the most talked about year, uh, I would say ever in professional surfing. And as you're, uh, the chief strategy and brand officer of the WSL, I believe your job is to take what's happening with the league and enlighten the fans and the rest of the world as to... What's going on? Is that does that sound right? 
Yeah, yeah. I, I think my job's a, a pretty vague, so I think I think this would fall under that. No, no, no question. And you've had a big job this year, starting with Pipeline. Uh, as a WSL commentator, I'm on the front lines of you know what's happening via the event, and then uh, post event, social media wise, you know, like the minute the event starts till midnight that night, I'm looking <laughs> at what's happening in the social media landscape, and with every event, especially starting at Pipe, I've never seen more engagement, more conversation, uh, positive, negative, all across the board. But in my opinion, when they're talking, that's a good thing. Do you agree? Totally. Yeah. And I mean, uh, so much has gone into uh, what we're seeing this year, you know, that the world really ground to a halt. You know, after the pandemic, and we're still not out of the pandemic, but you know, surfing uh, kind of shut down, at least for the WSL in 2020. We brought it back up in 2021 with a, a sort of a hybrid system, um, and then 2022 is really the first year that we're seeing the the redesigned three tier uh, tours and competition framework in full flight. And um, yeah, there's been a lot of exciting things. I know, I know the cuts looming, but. They're all really related, you know, starting at Pipe, finishing at Chopu, you know, the Rip Curl WSL Finals at Lower Trestles, the Challenger Series, the Regional Qualifying Series. The whole ecosystem is intended to uh, harmonize, and they're all related. And Yeah, it's been very cool to see that um, it certainly arrested kind of everyone's imagination and conversation in 2022 so far. And, um, yeah, I'm really excited to see, see what happens moving forward. Oh, for sure. I mean, from a – a- I'm a fan. I'm a surfer. I guess I'm a surfer first, uh, a fan second, um, and then a surf industry person, commentator, whatever. All that stuff. That's all. That's third. Um, as a fan, I love the drama. I love the excitement with every event, and I'm on the side of the mid-year cut. While it is savage and brutal to some, is incredibly entertaining to others like myself because you know like the QS and the Challenger series I love that and this is going to sound harsh I love that people lose there's so there's stakes involved and I think that the WSL has raised those stakes with the mid-season cut and it's also kind of made the Challenger series just that much more important and that much more entertaining I mean that's the whole thing is we all watch this to be entertained to be inspired to surf um, so I don't know. I, I feel like after thinking about it for a while and yeah, I'm not going to see some of my favorite surfers in the next five events after Margaret river, but I will see them on the challenger series. So it's almost like we're getting the best of both worlds. Am I being too positive and optimistic <laughs> here? Yeah. You, you can balance out any of the negativity that's out there, but no, I, I think, um, you know, the greediest amongst us in terms of surf fans are looking at it going like, Oh, it's not that we're you know losing a third of the CT surfers after Margaret River. We're actually going from what's traditionally been ten or eleven CT events to you know nineteen uh, if you want to include the Challenger Series, which are really these elevated qualifying series events that are going to have a ton of talent, not just from the CT, but from all those regions that are pushing challengers up into that system, trying to get a crack at the championship tour. But yeah, I- I'm excited, and I think that. Absolutely. It's, it's a huge departure from really what we've seen for the last two decades. Um, 
And a lot of the CT surfers who have been on tour in some cases for either that long or half that long have kind of fallen into that rhythm of expectation. And, you know, we're going to start on the Gold Coast, we're going to finish a pipe, and you know, I'm going to have a whole season. And, and for a lot of reasons, these changes were implemented this year. And it's certainly adding stress to, to the world's best surfers in a way that's really interesting. I think that combined with the, the schedule, um, in the sense of you're no longer easing at Snapper Rocks, like you're starting basically being fired out of a cannon at Pipeline, um, I think has thrown a lot of surfers off, both surfers that are performing really well that you wouldn't have expected and some that are not performing as well that you wouldn't have expected that to happen. So, And it's all it's all sort of coming to a head here at this mid-season cut uh, at the Margaret River Pro, so it's been really exciting. Yeah, it feel, yeah I think mo- like most people involved, if you love it or hate it, it came up quick, you know, and that and hey, that's kind of like life in general. But it came up quick. Uh, the the cut will <laughs> life happen. Comes at you quick. Yeah, it comes at you quick. Uh, it will happen in the next couple weeks. After that, um, you know, how how much of it is a is an experiment for the WSL, and how much of it is you know analytics? And I know obviously this is three. This is well, this is what since nineteen seventy six in the making, but. You know this this new iteration of it's been three years in the making, if not well, I, like internally probably five or six or whatever. But um, what do you like? Uh, what are your expectations as a as a surf fan? Well, I, I think it's a good point. You know, I, this is um, unfortunately LinkedIn reminds me of this every year, but this is now my seventeenth uh, year at the ASP WSL, and you pointed out that the, the first international tour was nineteen seventy six. It has not been a constant structure or system since then. It hasn't even been a constant structure or system since I started uh, in 2005. And the changes that um, we're implementing this year, again, are are intended to harmonize, right? We have the most important moment for our business, and and I'd make an argument that might be the most important moment for surfing in general, which is the crowning of the world champion. For years and years and years, we couldn't program that. We didn't know when it was going to happen. We basically were throwing a dart at the back third of the season thinking like could happen at any point there, which is hugely kind of limiting to us being able to stabilize and enhance this platform. So the decision was made um, in collaboration with the surfers to have this one day decider between the best surfers of the season in the Rip Curl WSL finals. And because that's the most important point for us as an organization we reverse engineered everything that came after that so okay when is this going where is this going to be when is it going to be what are the events need to lead up to it how do you ensure that these surfers are getting the best opportunity to perform how do you ensure that the field is getting sharper via a mid-season cut how do you ensure that the surfers that are falling off tour that cut are not sort of vanishing into the ether but they're landing on this really robust and powerful new tier of the challenger series so I mean, yes, it, it has been probably a you know five decade journey to get here, but really in earnest, a lot of these changes were being implemented for the first time using all that experience that we've had from the past couple of decades, looking at the analytics, collaborating with our surfers, and trying to find a system that was going to increase audience event to event, increase value to our partners, so we can do what we want to do, which is reinvest back into that platform in perpetuity. I love it. This is why in the article I'm writing, I introduced you as Dave Proden, an extremely intelligent person who has the tough job of being the bridge between what the league 
and the fans. Wait, yeah. Well, it's it's a work in progress, but you know what I'm saying. You're a really smart guy, <laughs> that's and that's very kind. <laughs> surfing's surfing's lucky to have you, Dave. And uh, my uh, my other question. This is uh, also, I guess it's well, it's very related. I deal with the same thing, and I'm sure you do too. We're all surfers. We all love it. We're all passionate about it. But we're also all humans, and I find myself in sometimes like a protective place of the WSL. This is why I'm tagged as part of the wall of positive noise, but I truly love it. And I, and I'm like a super fan. I'm all about it. But do you sometimes feel like when you, you know, you don't hear, I guess the, the, the not so vocal majority of fans that's just like, Oh cool. The event's on stoked. I'm going to watch it and have a good time. Then we have the vocal minority that throws arrows and of course every sport has it we're we probably get it way less than nfl nba whatever you know so uh do you sometimes like uh like i guess does it hurt your feelings sometimes when people say <laughs> extremely rude shit uh, you know not so much I, and i and i probably get it pretty bad um i don't i don't look at a ton of it i i, I try to when i do look at it just kind of sift through like okay like people are in their feelings like but there's probably good points in here too you know and um you know i think surfing is really unique in terms of being a sport like i get that like people look at you know football or slash soccer as a religion and i think like surfing is like as emotional for people because i think people wrap their identity up in it and, and i know i have in the past as well and i think it's one of those things where they just feel really strongly about it and if something isn't comporting with what they believe in, it's not just like, oh, the sport's doing something that I don't like. It's almost an affront to that person's identity. And I felt it too. Like I work in the building and, you know, I've like, I've gotten upset and emotional about decisions that have been made or at least conversations that we've had too. And I get it. Like, I, I think it's a really important thing. I think, you know, going back to what we were talking about before where, you know, the most important moment for the WSL is the crowning of the world champion that conversation, actually, the first one that I was involved in took place years ago in Fiji, I want to say 2016, 2017. And I'll put my hand up and say that I was sort of the number one detractor of like, I don't like it. I liked it when Andy and Kelly were going toe to toe and winning the world title over the course of a season. And we had this meeting, we brought in all the world champs that were um, at the event that were on the island, and all the people that had kind of been challenging for world titles in the years leading up. And we had this meeting. And I was kind of sitting at the back and just listening in and hearing the surfers, like the world champs and the surfers who have been competing for a world title say, yeah, I don't, I don't want to win the world title sitting in the locker room. I don't want to win it sitting in a house. I don't want to win it by, you know, going past a wild card. I want to win it in the water, in the last heat of the year against the best surfer of the season. And I was kind of like shocked in a way because it's such a departure from what we've done, but I guess in a way too, like that is probably the psychology of a champion. It's like, I want to test myself. Like I, that, that feeling is the thing that I'm chasing and I want that. And after that meeting, I said, well, you know, if, if it's good enough for them, let's give it the time of day and let's explore it and figure it out. And so, yeah, I, I mean, again, that's probably a long winded way of saying that at the end of the day, I'm just a fan, but I, I really want the surfers to kind of drive where we're going. And I get that people are emotional about the changes, but also, these changes are kind of probably really lending themselves to the best surfing I've ever seen on tour, and that's really exciting. Yeah, and that that's that's the way that uh, both sides are satiated, right? Good surfing and great you know, great surfing in amazing ways. That's what we all want to see, and 
you know, I feel like not putting the cart before the horse, but looking at the back half of this season, I just think it's going to be the most exciting one yet. And uh, I can't wait. I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens. And I'm very happy that the WSL has a guy like you, Dave, that uh, just makes, you know, like, I don't know, it makes, it makes surf fans feel at ease. It makes us, uh, you know, you've, you've done a great job in kind of helping inform. And I, like I said, you've got a very tough job because um, it's probably not often that somebody will put on Twitter like, hey, Dave, Dave's, Dave's recent messaging was really great. Thanks, Dave. It's more like <laughs> some of the other things we see. But I will be that person to say thank you, Dave, for what you do. Oh, that's very kind. I just assume that any second that I'm not getting hate tweets that people are feeling what you just said. So I, I think I get more of that than not. Yeah, I, t- I tell myself the same thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I got like 10 hate tweets today, but there's probably at least a thousand love tweets that just actually, you know, weren't sent for one reason or another. Yeah. So there, there is time for a thousand hate tweets. So really like 990 of those were positive. They just didn't get sent. Oh yeah. I mean, I get the positivity walking down the street or, or checking the waves like, Hey, great job at pipeline. I'm like, thanks. So isn't that funny though? Like when you, you actually talk to people face to face or even on the phone or just out of the water or in a bar or whatever, one-to-one, even people that are like, I don't like X, Y, and Z, and you're like, well, here's why we did it. I mean, this happened actually quite a lot the last couple of weeks with, you know, the conversation that was coming out of Bells. I was actually on spring break with my kids, and I ended up having like probably like 100 conversations with people, and to a person, like, we walked through, like, why the mid-season cut? We go, well, X, Y, and Z. Okay, why this X, Y, and Z? And it always rounded out with the other person where they go like, Oh yeah, no, what you're doing is actually the best thing. That all makes sense. And it's like, yeah, okay, well, that's good. Like the, the one-on-ones are always much better than sort of like the anonymous Twitter people that are like, I'm going to get my shots off right now. And you're like, all right, well, yeah, good. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the last time somebody came up to me in person and said, Kote, you suck. I hate your voice. I hate the words you say. <laughs> Maybe it's coming. I don't know, but there's always time. I feel like yeah. we're, I feel like we're poking the bear a little bit. I know. Jeez, we gotta stop. <laughs> hey, Dave, thanks so much for coming on the Monday Mass. What do you got next? Who's gonna be on the lineup? Uh, where thank in the world will you be in the next couple weeks? Thank you, buddy. And Todd, I'm sorry I missed you. I hope I hope I get to come on and we get to do this in person. Yeah, you gotta point, come down in real life. I can't wait. But yeah, we uh, so today we've got Jack Robinson. Uh, he's back on the pod for his second second uh, episode. So that's today, and then next week we have the WSL North America QS Men's Champion, Michael Dunphy from Virginia Beach. He'll be coming on. Um, I'm going to be hanging at home in Ventura for a couple of weeks, and then I'm hitting the road. So um, maybe doing some lineup lives from uh, some of the CTs that are coming up, which will be fun. It's on. I'll see you somewhere soon, hopefully. I can't, can't wait. All right. Thanks for the time, Chris. You're the best. And that was... That was informative. That was... Uh, it For those of you... Um, I just did a whole spiel about watching it. Anyway, that was Dave Proden. I love that. I love Dave. I've been friends with Dave for a long time. Uh, Dave is awesome. He is. Uh, it's funny. He's not part of the po- the wall of positive noise like I am. He is just the wall. Like the man is steady. Yeah. I got a lot of respect for Dave, and we're surfing competitive. Con- con- surfing's lucky to have Dave. The Margaret River contest is on right now. This is the last chance for surfers to make that cut, that mid-year cut. You know what? That people you know what? are freaking out about. You know what I heard this morning? What? And I thought this was really cool. 
you know, they were looking for some quotes from some of the surfers that are facing yeah. the cut. Yeah. And I believe Steph Gilmore said um, uh, to the something to the effect of, well, sometimes athletes just have to rise to the occasion. Just win, baby. Pretty much. I've heard that one. Just win, baby. Just win. Well, it's kind of like, you know, don't don't leave it up. Don't leave it up to the umpire. Don't leave it up to the judges. Mm -hmm. Don't make it close. Come out and kick ass. Crush. Uh, but yeah, you know, some people say like the cut's too soon, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's we've, happening. We've beat this horse to death. Yeah, it's happening. And I'm excited because that just means we're not going to do anything about it cool with our coming. with our podcast. No, we, we, we didn't do it. And we're just going to talk about it, but not anymore on this one. Medina is coming back. Is he really? To G-Land. He's going to come back to G-Land. Chris, the first rule of podcasting is turn off the beeper on your phone. Well, I just kind of wanted to have it on because... It uh, vibrates. Are, um, check this. Mm. Gabriel Medina is coming back. It goes to Instagram. And I just randomly pick a quote. And what did I see? Somebody said, the gringo's cry has begun. <laughs> <laughs> I love Cry it. Is I love it. Still without uh, a dollar amount attached to it. So it's free. Cry You're is saying free. Cry, cry is free. Is free. Why, didn't, why haven't we done the bumper sticker that's Cry is free? I, you know, I, I don't feel like know. we're just leaving money on the Die table. Die cut bumper coming. Cry is free. Can we one. have a Cry is free bumper sticker? Um, yeah, so Gabriel Medina is coming off of his, his self imposed mental health break mm -hmm. and. He's coming into the back half of the tour. Chiland, Tahiti, uh, J-Bay, potentially trestles if he makes the top and five. And in other breaking Brazilian news, Italo Ferreira broke his nose. Italo broke his nose doing an air. back uh, Frontside air? Yeah, frontside air. Landed on his board with no feet or hands, just face. Just nose. Yeah. but And then he was singing about it. Get well soon, Italo's nose. He's a big fan of the show. He is a big Gabriel. fan of the show. Yeah. I actually talked to him about it one day. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, and you know what? He's on my fantasy team, and I think he's going to be coming in hot because he had a controversial loss at Bells, and he's pissed, and watch out. We've see, we seen what he can do at the box. Do you want it to be both main break, Margaret River, and the box? I think that would be awesome. I don't want to see the final at the box, though. Okay. I'd like to see, like, if they can different, you know, bounce back and forth. Yeah. I'd like to see Margaret River be... You know, a turns and airs and all kinds of yeah. the different variations. The box is kind of like drop in, get barreled, survive, survive. I want. I'm with you. I want to see both. I want to mm -hmm. see the craziest box ever, and then six to eight foot Margaret River with that closeout section at the end. John John's probably going to win, from what I've seen, from what I gather. Uh, Carissa Moore. Uh, maybe Malia is going to win oh, yeah. on the women's side. Yeah, Malia's been right there. Been she right hasn't there. won anything in a while. Hey, speaking of um, women surfers that are really cool, yeah, I got a chance to uh, ride with Coco and her dad. Tight. And her stepbrother at Bachelor. Like, took some runs with them. Oh, rad. It was flipping awesome. We, Snowco, Snow. Snowco, Ho. <laughs> and then her dad, Mike, is... Michael, Mike Snow. Uncle Mike is... Really into snowboarding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got Uncle Mike in doing some big slashes. When you have a surfer start snowboarding, it's like exactly the same as when a snowboarder starts surfing. Yeah. They can't get enough. Mike is freaking stoked. Mike Snow. Yeah. Mike Snow. Mike Snow and his daughter, Snowco Snow. <laughs> coolest people ever. Okay. Freaking love those people. Uh, new film alert out now. Check it out. It's called The Color of Winter. Uh, our friends Rob Machado and Pat Stacy come together, and basically you get to see 
Rob Machado's process, early morning sessions around his house on all his different boards. Just a great, fun, cool movie. Uh, flip side of having fun on a surf trip, which you're about to do, yep. is these dudes went to the Maldives and they were having a great trip. And then their big boat hit a reef and started filling up with water. Mm-hmm. And there was cra- crazy, 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 crazy footage of these dudes. You know how so when you go on a boat trip, you're like in little cabins. Yeah. And usually they're about water level. They, these dudes, like, they had enough time to go into their rooms and start packing their stuff. And filming. Waist deep in water and filming. See, gnarly. that's not my first instinct is to bust out the camera. Somebody's got to do it. I guess. Because the footage is nuts. It's pretty good. And, you know, it's... Get it's, your fucking shit. We're thinking. It's a bummer because some people lost some stuff, like computers and stuff. Nobody died. That's the big that's one. It's replaceable, though. Yeah. But man, man, what a story! Come home really with the cool sick. Like, I did get, I did get tubed, and they're like, "Yeah, right." And our boat sank. <laughs> like, I, I'm never see that, you that, again. that. That's one of those things that, in the moment, it seems like we're never going to get out of this. But in three weeks, it is, or like a year later, yeah. when you're sitting around a campfire, that's like the, that. These are the, those are the ultimate memories. Oh, I thought you were talking about this podcast. We're never going to get out of it. Well, it'll be three <laughs> weeks later around a campfire, and you're still listening. Hey, to it. I have been on a couple boat trips. Uh, maybe four or five in my life. It's the ultimate surf experience, mm-hmm. but I'm also tripped out, um, confined spaces. And I, for some reason, the last couple boat trips I went on, I did not like sleeping in the cabin, so I would sleep up in the living room. Why? Because I thought that if the boat flipped, I would be able to escape. I didn't want to be trapped. It was that, you, you made a conscious decision like that? Yeah, I was drinking at the time. So you but... just took a bunch of malaria bites? Yeah. yeah. I just like didn't, I don't know. I like to be Define going to sleep. Falling falling, falling down asleep. on the couch and, and not moving. Okay, I passed out up in the living room, all right? <laughs> Skate, Skate news. news is brought to you by Beneath Apparel. Beneath and also Apparel. the new Herschel chocolate backpack. Because yes, I think that's appropriate. So I'm I'm fucking you see st- one more time? stealing this thing. Ah. I just wanna can we just talk about you the parachute? No, you can't have that. Why? Can I just have not the parachute? That part. Putting it back. It's pretty rad. I didn't even know how you found that. That was a hidden. Because I like when I start mm. on a backpack, I hit all the zippers. Wow. Chris, guess what? What? The Dew Tour is going back to Des Moines, Iowa, in July, towards oh, the tight. end of July, and I think you're going. Tight. Me too. We're going. Yeah. Yes, it's all. We get the gang back together in in Des Moines. Lawrenceden, Lawrenceden, Lawrenceden Skate Park, the largest park in the nation. It's gonna be fun. I love Des Moines. I do too. By the way, I'm excited. Well, once we figured out the other side of the bridge was the cool part. Yeah, the hip side of Des Moines. Yeah, good stuff there. I didn't even skate the park. Did I you sk- skate the park at all? I skated the park um, a little bit. Not the bowl area. More the street park. Fun park. Yeah, super fun. Um, so I mentioned it last week when we had Modders, Apps, and Wes Kramer. Remember that? Modders. <laughs> the be- did two you, of the best dudes did ever. Did you watch... Um, the Fancy Lad episode? I did. I watched so the Fancy Lad episode. I watched Matters on Matters on the Nine Club. And it gave me a little bit of FOMO. Uh, the Nine we're, Obviously, we're not going as deep as the Nine Club, but it actually helped change this podcast. So from now on, when we have guests, yeah, they're gonna stay the whole we're show. just going to do the ads, surf, skate, snow news, nerd news with them. Yeah. We're not even going to ask them about themselves. They're just going to be no, they're just part here. of the show. Um, I, I can honestly say we... we you tell me, but we were a bit starstruck with Wes and yeah, it was kind of crazy. I didn't I was like, oh I didn't expect God, Wes Kramer cool. to, to drop in. Oh, and then of course, 
after they appear on this podcast, Wes goes and throws the first pitch out. Yeah, how's that? The San Diego Padres game. We didn't ask him anything. Mm-hmm. We were just fanning out, which is fine. Um, speaking of fanning out, I told you that I went and filmed a couple episodes of a tech deck show that's coming out in May. Mm-hmm. Day One Song, Tori Pudwell, um, and... Oh, there's a, the, the, a young skater kid, Steve, Steve Vasquez, and one of my favorites, I know one of your favorites, TJ Rogers. Uh, as TJ was leaving, he was like, oh, yeah, I got to go. I got to go get chemotherapy. I go, what? What? TJ Rogers announced on his, well, that day he told me about it, but um, also announced on Instagram that he's been diagnosed with testicular cancer. Oh, shit. His second bout. And he's going in for chemotherapy. If, I mean, he's going to beat it. We know T.J. Rogers. This dude is one of the nicest, most hyped, just friendly to to everyone. And obviously, he's an amazing skateboarder. Uh, This guy is just, he's the best. So we're sending out T.J. Rogers just thoughts of strength, love. You got this. Oh, yeah. You're going to be fine. Look, if anyone can, I mean, skaters are pretty fucking tough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And T.J. is as tough as they come. Do we want to talk about my meme that broke the internet yesterday? Yeah, you made a meme, huh? Yeah, I made one. Describe it. Okay, so yesterday when Twitter announced that Elon Musk had bought it, I'm not concerned about your opinions on this. Don't care. Okay. I'm staying on Twitter. I I was thinking to myself as I was, you know, eating an afternoon snack, uh, why hasn't anyone ever made an Elon Musk um, meme? Meme. So I made it. Good job. And it went crazy. <laughs> Good job, Todd. And Muska repurposed and it. Muska retweeted it. I wonder yeah. if Elon will retweet it. I don't know. But it was I spent like an hour and a half shading <laughs> to make it to make it match. <laughs> I love that sometimes. And then he has he has a the old remember that old brand TSA that he had? Yeah. I didn't think to put Tesla. Yeah. Or just at least what the, the yeah, I, I fucked up. But anyways, no, I, you, you went slightly viral. Yeah, I was really excited when I shared it with I'm our group excited. text. I was excited. I was really I excited. I said, ha ha. Yeah, you did. And I, I really did say ha ha. I don't feel like I got enough response, really. though, from the bros. Well, Paul Zitzer never chimed in and said that was good. So he's kind of a dick. I, a lot of people say how nice he is. Like he's not. He doesn't though. treat us very well. He's really not that nice. You remember last time we tried to call him and he just ignored us and then he started Using profanity at us. Verbally abusing us on our own show. On our breast, chest, neck, and head. That's a uh, jerky boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you watched ba- uh, Basin? Basin? Have you watched the Basin video with no. Bake Funk? Mm-mm. Baker video, Tyson, and T-Funk. Holy shit. T-Funk is T-Funk. Out, of, out of control. The man. Okay, so he's like surfing on concrete. Yeah. His style uh, if you're, as a surf surfer is... Probably one of my top three styles in skateboarding ever. And all and then he does the craziest tricks and goes so fast. It's so fun to watch. Uh, also, uh, he did a Ollie, Ollie over the China Bank. It's crazy, crazy. That, okay, that, wait, was that T-Funk? That was T-Funk. That was T-Funk who did the front side Ollie over the bench over at China the Banks. bench at the China Banks. I and, didn't realize uh, that was that madness. was him. Yeah, it was. Crazy. Also, Ed Templeton, Create and Destroy video on Thrasher is really cool. Huge Ed Templeton fans over here. Um, I like that shoe companies are planting trees when you buy shoes. Etnies has been doing it for a long time. They've actually planted 3 million, or they have a new goal of planting 3 million trees. So very cool. Think about that next time you're in the skate shop, as well as Kariuma pledges to plant. Wait, how do you say it? Kar- Kariuma. Is that how you say it? Kariuma. Is that how you say it, though? 
how you say Kariuma. Is it called Kariuma? Like, how do you, like, so it's Kariuma. Kariuma. Kari- <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Kariuma <laughs> pledges to plant 10 trees per pair sold in April. So very cool. Buy shoes, plant trees. We had a, did you realize there was an X Games that happened this weekend? You know what's funny? I had a very leisurely weekend. I did surf, I skated and played music and did, I did a lot of stuff, but also I spent a lot of time chilling. Mm. And luckily for me, while I was chilling, I just happened upon X Games in Chiba. And I love Chiba in Japan. And I, it was, I was like, I timed it perfectly because I got uh, Street. Uh, street was on mm-hmm. when I was watching. I got a little bit of park, men's and women. So I enjoyed it. And the uh, winners were Raisa Leo for Women's Street. Um, and Yuto Origomi won the X Games Men's Street in the rain. And two of the tricks he did in his run were bananas. Nolly 270 nose slide. Wrap your brain around that one down right. a rail. Backside? And switch tray flip Wait. board slide. Backside Nolly 270 on? Nolly 270 nose slide. Wow, that's Wait, crazy. You, was it backside or backside? Everybody was spinning. Everybody's spinning onto the rail. Huh. And um, then uh, Jimmy Wilkins won for um, obviously, absolutely. He just I, went. He's I just, don't really. He's I, just won. He did a he won. Uh, backside ollie five forty about neck high, at least neck high. I gotta say the, in the middle of his run. I like that announcer pairing of Gary and and Brando. Brandon Brando, I liked it because Brando's like the straight man, and Gary is giving him shit the whole time. Really? I was I was enjoying it. I didn't hear in I the got, past. I, I I haven't like. Maybe I just wasn't tuned in enough. I'm not a fan of Brando, dude. I was liking it. But I, was I, liking it. I, Gary, I want to hear this, this Gary, Garying. Gary was good. Yeah, Gary was good. But that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. So uh, in other skate news, um, my son pulled his first kickflip. I, I saw that. that. Yeah. Was how hype was he? Because so I don't feel hyped. like you lingered on him long enough on your Instagram video to show his. Well, elation. I didn't shoot it, and I was hoping there was more. But at the same time, it's like I didn't want to embarrass him. Mm-hmm. I'm trying like. Was he That's it? why you'll kind of see uh, you see a ton of my youngest son on my Instagram just because he's like all about it. Yep. My oldest son a little bit more reserved in mm-hmm. that sense, so I don't mm-hmm. want to like push. But how stoked! Like, how stoked! Is he's so stoked. He's just like that doing a kickflip, and I, I'm sure this happens to a lot of everybody. People. You do a kickflip. And your interest in skating just like blows well, up. Well, the door opens. Yeah. So that's what happened. Do you like, remember your first your first yeah. kickflip that you like could like? For sure. I, I fully remember mine. Yeah. I think, and everyone I've talked to who saw that video, they're like, yeah, I, I was in the parking lot at McGill's and I, you know, yeah. I was, it was in like the dropping in parking lot. Like yeah. learning how to drop in and then doing your first kickflip or maybe ollieing up a curb for the first time. Yeah. These are, those are like, like basically life-changing it's a benchmark moments. and it's yeah. kind of yeah so he is super back into skating Very cool. and i'm really hyped Very um cool. nerd news brought to you by panic and coffee and tea uh elon musk bought twitter as <clears throat> todd uh, showed you with his meme mm-hmm. elon um, musk i watched a great i binged a great docudrama series called bad vegan w- really is it just like someone who eats meat <laughs> it's <laughs> radical what do you mean so this there you know there's a ton of these out there. They're like four, three or four part docu series, you know, mini documentaries basically. Right. Or not mini because they're like eight hours long. But basically, this woman named Sarma 
started a her and her husband started a raw vegan like a fancy raw vegan restaurant in New York. Mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin, Woody Harrelson, all these famous Tom Brady, all these famous people started eating there. It became like it wasn't like a vegan restaurant around here where it's like oh like. We don't care if you wear your shoes. Here's some a handful of nuts, like out right, of my raw hand. Right. It's like a it's deep, like yeah. high end okay. vegan place. So anyway, she met this dude. He started manipulating her, and by the end of it, he had basically conned her out of like two million dollars. All her employee, like in in it's insane, and you. St- like there's gaslighting, there's mental abuse. I, it's just you got to see it. I know you're not super into like real life docudrama series, but it's one of these that you start and you're like, like I don't, I don't, I'm not vegan. I don't like, but the yeah, whole thing yeah. is just too bizarre. If you saw an actual movie, you wouldn't believe it. But the fact that it's real, and when it ends, you're like. Who do I? Who am I mad at? Right. Who do I feel oh, for? I, kinda, I do kind of like those. That's a good airplane. Yeah, it's great. Bad Vegan. It's on Netflix. Um, I let's see. What have I got going on here? Oh, do you remember that animated series, Love and Love, Death and Robots, or Yes, Death Lab? Okay, yes. so there's a you new. You turned me on to that. There's a new one. Oh, really? It's coming out very soon. Same kind of craziness. Okay. Uh, animated, like all kinds of futuristic. Insanity. Yes, I yes. love a good animated show. I yes. really do. Okay, really love it. So I'm that's coming. Um, yeah, there's uh, there's some good stuff coming. There's a new video game coming out that I'm really hyped on. Yo, 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 yo! What's up, everyone? Welcome to the vlog. You sent this to me this morning. Oh my god, it's so good. Okay, yeah. So, so let's, let's set this actually, up. Anthony Sedgwick, Sedge just sent this. I'm here with my boy Feces. This is Raglan Surf Report. Uh, it's fun here with my boy feces. <laughs> Raglan Surf Report crushes it. Thank you. Luke Stedman is an actual gem. Uh, someday he will be on this podcast. We will get him. Actually, he's been on this podcast before. He has. You're yeah. right. Yeah, but he back before he was famous. He, he'll fully do this because he said he he said that he was coming out here. Yeah, he'll do do it. Yeah, um, yeah. Stedman's the, the shit. Yeah, he's probably one of the. He may be the funniest person from New Zealand, actually. Taito Watiki is pretty funny, but I think like Luke might be right there. What about the guys from Flight of the Concords? He's right there with them. Yeah, he's there. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, okay, uh, I got. You, are you ready for questions? Yeah, can we do, do you questions? Have any more, more Wait, no. I, I, there's a new game coming out. I'm really excited. Oh yeah, what for. is it? It's um, oh my god, I just fucking forgot it. But it's the uh, oh, it, my son's been playing the new Star Wars Lego game. Does he like it? Insane. Yeah, and okay. I actually watched him playing it last night, and it was entertaining as. Uh, apparently, it's really funny. It's so good, and it's really like the combat is cool. Yeah, but and you can this, play all. Yeah, it's there's great. this one game. It's a, it's like snipe. It's a sniper game, where like it slows down the bullet when it's flying through the air and shows it like penetrate the body and oh, stuff. Oh god! But it's really cool because like um, you can shoot a bunch of Nazis in the dick. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So you, and their testicles Nazis. explode. Like it actually shows their testicles exploding. I like it. I'm what in. What the fuck is it called? Some sniper something something. Anyway, I'm really excited for that. I'm excited for that now, too. I want to shoot some All right, let's have some questions. Okay, Willie and Pietro. I'm going to follow them back. Willie and Pietro. Uh, Pietro is a three-year-old Siberian mix adopted from Doggy Kitty City. What does it say? 
William Pietro. Are Todd's high back sacks really molded from cat testicles? And where do you find them? And also, please tell us about your new puppy, Chris. Uh, you find them at, usually at the rear of an animal between the legs under the tail, like oh. adjacent to the butthole. Oh. But no, they're not molded from a cat's balls. No. They're just, they're an actual cast of my balls just made smaller. Okay. Okay. My dog is named, uh, her name is Pi. She's right there sleeping. So we're not going to wake her up because she's having a nice little nap. She's uh, one and a half years old. Does your dog ever fart and then wonder where the sound came from? Um, she farts sometimes and it goes like, like it. it's like a, she can point it like a laser right into your mouth. Um, she's good at that. She is from Tijuana. She is a mix of, uh, I don't know, 14 different species of dog. Maybe some cat in there. There's a bit of a GB she's, going on down there. Yeah, she is. She's like the best. She's the best dog ever. No offense to your dog, Pietro. Pietro sounds cool too. Um, Shane Halverson. What does he wants say? to know? What's he want? What event is saving snowboarding more? Peace Park. You just went there. Mm-hmm. Bombhole Cup or mm-hmm. something else? Peace I think, Park, Bombhole Cup, or something. I think else? a combination. Well, Peace Park and Bombhole Cup are kind of along the same party vibe. Okay. I would I would say Peace Park, um, Bombhole Cup, and Natural Selection are what is currently the an- antithesis of the contest Machine. charge to go to the Olympics. Okay. And I think that they all can exist in this ecosphere. We need them all to appreciate the other. Yes. So there you go. Sounds good. Um, Dustin Jones, DC Jones 87 says... Monday Mass question. I've been debating learning how to skateboard as a 34-year-old. Oh, God. All the motivation no. you guys throw out Don't has me it. determined to le- learn over the summer as someone who's getting their feet wet but spends loads of time on surfing and snowboarding. How much would you spend on a board setup? Uh, do you have any recommendations for deck, deck and trucks? 34 years old is young. It's Don't young. listen to uh, it's, young. it's young. Okay, listen. I should reframe this. Just realize that you're 34 years old, curb your expectations, and learn how to fall. Yeah, and don't... Don't fall into the too cool, I'm not going to wear pads or a helmet, especially when you're first yeah, learning. I wouldn't up, say dude. wrist guards because I, I don't know it's usually those. It's usually hips. At that age, when, Honestly, you're, hip pads would when be, you're trying to like figure yeah. out your equilibrium and stuff, if you're just new. To, I mean, I'm assuming that since this guy can surf and skate, that he has some board sport balance. I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, you'll be DC, good. You're going to be fine. Just know your limits. Um. Just, yeah, just cruise. And I would say to learn skating again or to start learning skating, just get a big ass board, not too high, just like a normal, like a nine inch wide. Um, How do you know it's nine inch? Like a board? I mean, I could come measure your board <laughs> if, if you want. Um, get yourself some crux, rainbow trucks. Just go into the skate shop and literally. Tell Whatever them. feels good to you. Or just get be honest. That. Be like, look, look dude, I'm starting again. I'm just Help trying me out. To skate. Um, MW Shredgicator wants to know for Todd, what was the craziest thing you saw both on and off the snow at Peace Park? Oh, the craziest thing that I saw both on and off the snow. Yeah. Um, obviously, the craziest thing that I saw was uh, Zeb Powell doing Andrecht at about 23 and a half feet. He was Zeb, just Zeb's assault on the highest uh, hand plant yeah. event was crazy. And then he actually did like a six inch high backside air out the top of the wall ride, <laughs> which really, um, Grenier and I were talking about it. it's It's the world's biggest 
backside air out of a 50-foot wall ride at six inches. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Zeb. And then off the hill, um, basically Big Air Jer and the boys would have these crazy dance parties every night. And uh, my friend Annie Fast got hit in the face with a with a full it's beer. Not funny. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, we got a question from Stephen Shireman. What does he say? Well, on April fourth, he said Photoshop competition update. He entered the Photoshop oh, competition fuck, on March twenty eighth. Are we going to announce that? Um, oh, you know, that was pretty good right there. Let me see that one. Photoshop competition update. He entered the Photoshop oh, competition fuck, on March twenty eighth. Are we going to announce that? Um, I mean, that was pretty good right there. There's some pretty great entries. Is that good enough? I don't think it's as It's between him and, um, uh, it's between Stephen Sherman, Hader McBader, and Adam Etzart, let's say. We need to, we need to, we need to announce this winner. Should we just announce it right now? Just go with our heart? Because there's a couple different, so Hader McBader definitely went in his own direction. Right. Um, got real nasty, which we like. Nasty in a good way, mm-hmm. like in a two-life crew type of mm-hmm. way. Adam Etzart, in his typical fashion, did some really great stuff I think well. I think we should consult off-air about okay. this because we need, to, we need to award this. This is a big prize. Right. Okay, so we're, we're going to award this off the air. For sure, this is going to... I will make sure that this is awarded. We don't even have to wait until next week. We basically will just drop a. Like that one's pretty good. That you one's know, pretty classic. Good, but we'll just, you know, what we're gonna do is we're gonna make an announcement on our story, and then we'll notify you. Hater McBader knee grab, can grab, t grab. Uh, that's pretty sus. That's that's great. Uh, wait, go back. Let me see that one. Well, the, that one was so good. That's an actual. That's it's basically a, it's both you, the, Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good one. I mean, this is Todd in his suit with his hair styled with the can, uh, Wayne's World, Airwolf, Mass Wolf. We're going to announce this after. Any more questions? Um, I don't think so. I think I've gotten to all the questions. Um, well, if that's, if we don't yeah, have anything left to say. Um, oh, what? my body, sorry, last one. <laughs> my body passport says. What do you think about pedal electric for winter use? Battery life, startup, winter environment. Could it be a four season bike or just an adventure bike? Thoughts? Thanks, Wendy. Uh, Wendy, I talked to the guys at Pedal Electric. They said you got no worries in the cold and the rain and sleet and all of that. Um, it is an all all season bike, all temperature. You might want to think about getting, uh, I guess, ice tires yeah, if you tire really. Upgrade. If you really, and I will. Want. I will say this: your battery life in the cold will be significantly less. Yeah, it'll be it, less. Just, just because that's because the nature cold. of uh, thermodynamics. But these bikes kick ass in, in any conditions. So you and they're all wheel drive, so you can just rip yeah. around. You need that. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. So that's let's. Is that him? That's it. I'm not going to wait. Be, one more. Sorry. Oh, Matt Klein. Sake. Matt Klein. What, what does Matt say? In. What does he say? Monday Mass question. Do you guys participate in lake sports? Do you participate in lake sports? I love lake sports. I love uh, wake surfing. Is riding like that big hot dog, is that considered a lake sport? Hell yes. Dogging? Lake dicking? We love kneeing. Mm. Like, oh, like I, the awesome Some buttery kneeing is pretty sweet. Agua donkeys, shout out. Buttery kneeing is sweet. We love lake sports. Thank you for that question. Yeah, you got anything cool. else before we... I don't. Oh, I oh we just went over the hour mark. I'm not going to be here next week. Because I'll be in Mexico. Can you say that with me? Screw Mexico. you. So Fans, you know who to get mad at. I'll be surfing. 
And then, but we will come back the following week and I will have more stories. Tight. So thanks, you guys. This was the Monday Mass brought to you by all the people that we talked about for way too long in the beginning. We'll see you next week. Bye.